0: Rock the Ripple. Rock the Ripple. The Rock the Ripple podcast with Narita McInnes. Let's do this. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Rock the Ripple podcast. I'm your host, Narita McInnes. It is so awesome to be here with you as always. And today is another very exciting day because I have a very special guest on the show. He is the infectious, the instantly lovable, the wise. He is nature man. He is Harley Gonzalez. Welcome to the show.
1: That was a rip. That was a ripper intro. Well done.
0: Rip it, you I'm, like. I, that I'm impression.
1: impressed with that one. It yeah. was worth
0: the wait the practice. Yeah, yeah, that
1: was worth the wait.
0: <laughs> uh, so cool to have you on the show. Uh, we're just like everything lined up just to be able to just mm. jump on today. How cool mm-hmm. is that?
1: Yeah. No. Thanks for having me on the read. I really, actually, really appreciate it. So I'm really excited to, for what we have a chat about. I okay. know.
0: Oh, me too. Me too. So, okay. So, to, to start off with, but anyone who doesn't really know you, but they're like, who is this strapping young man on my screen right now? What? Who the are flattering you? Flattering
1: is insane. <laughs> I'm a Leo. Be careful. Just oh, look out. Me up.
0: <laughs> all right. We'll, we'll, okay. We'll bring it down. We'll bring it down. Um, <laughs> now, if you can um, let the people know all about you and a bit of your story, and we'll. Mm. We'll start there and then we'll just mm. see where spirit takes us
1: mm. bit about me I'm never really good at these things hey
0: I've've
1: had a pretty insane life um pretty insane life I've've I've been through the ringer early age um and and into my teenage years um always been like just deeply connected from the heart to nature just from the very get-go um and 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 I've just not been able to be separated from it um, but, uh, around the time of COVID, uh, when COVID hit, I, um, went through some experiences that really, um, exponentially increased that connection, um, to more of a spiritual connection rather than a physical. Um, so I've always been deep into the occult studies as well. Um, mm-hmm. but only in the past couple of years has it really, really just taken a, a, a skydive and just gone super deep, um, really deeply connected with nature um made an oath to her um I'm deeply bonded with her so I'm here with her for her um it's all about her and and yeah that's about me it's to me it's just nature nature's the answer um and that's my favorite discussion my favorite topic um and I'm a custodian um I stand for nature and mother earth and um I'll do whatever it takes to to um to protect her yeah
0: mm, that's yeah. awesome I mean she is the best isn't she really let's be yeah. honest yeah queen bee <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know I, I was watching some of your uh, videos where you're just walking around in nature and you're talking about the berries and you're like mm. okay she's not talking to me here I don't know if I can eat this berry well, yeah
1: yeah I always want to eat I'm really connected with like um, for those that Haven't been following on. I am a shaman, so I work real like I am a medicine man, and I um work deeply, intimately with a lot of plant and um animal spirits. So, but I can I can talk to the trees and the animals. Animals actually a little bit easier than the plants. Um, I and I'm always wanting to try the bush Tucker, but I can never quite get the answer. So I always just be really careful about it because you know I can get really confident and if I go out there and eat the wrong plant then I'll probably not come back so
0: yeah we kind of yeah. need you here yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need the wrong plant <laughs> yeah. so when you're um speaking and connecting with nature are you getting feelings are you getting words are you yeah. getting images in your mind how does that work
1: a lot of all of that um yeah. it it just really depends on the message and how spirit wants it delivered um my favorite way that spirit communicates me like when i'm out in nature is like usually i get an image and my mind well not my mind well yeah my mind decodes the image and then i get a feeling like the feeling will come through i'm like okay so that's the direct decoding of the image but i found that a lot of the time spirit speaks to me in images Um, and then my my beingness and my spirit will decode that image into what it needs to be but I get I get literal words spoken to me and and most of the time usually my visions and my um, intuitive sort of downloads if you want to call it that will come in early morning or as I'm falling asleep so usually when I'm falling asleep I'll be in a certain state where like my eyes are closed or they're closing. And, and then spirit will come in and talk. And the same thing is when I'm waking up, when I'm just in that in-between state, it's like spirit just sees it as a golden opportunity to just bombard me with whatever I need to see. Um, mm-hmm. So when I say I've had a dream or something like that, it's come from one of those those moments. Um, but when I'm out in nature, it'll be a vision and like an, like an image that will be downloaded if, if, if it's something uh, really quite deep. But if it's usually like um, on, on the surface and it needs to be understood right now, it'll be um, uh, spoken to me. Like if I'm walking up on a snake, mm-hmm. that snake's going to tell me to fucking be careful. The snake even like, oh, swears to
0: you.
1: you? <laughs> hey? yeah. yeah, they're like, get too close, I'll kill you. So, yeah. you know, I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'll just stay Stepping on the edge. Yeah yeah
0: step away from the snake but in saying yeah, they, that, they're
1: like I had a snake recently a brown snake tell me I'm too short
0: oh that's they're lovely
1: Like you're too short to pick me up I'll get you you know and I'm oh. like well, fair point I don't have the reach so <laughs> so yeah yeah was
0: that the one you saw on the road and just sort of let us see that's, that's away? the one
1: yeah that's yeah. the one it was huge I was so excited I was so yeah. excited I felt like a little kid I really was ready to go and pick it up but it was like, "Careful." <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I wasn't that excited. I don't think I'd be as excited <laughs> as you were to see a snake, but I've seen your pictures with uh um, you know, you've got the snake around there and just <laughs> like, you know, but Yeah. You, you've just got a connection with them, don't you? It's been yeah. there since a little tacker.
1: It's the reptiles. Um the reptiles that I'm now forging a deeper connection with other animals. Um the reptiles are taking like a, a step to the side. Wow. Um, while I connect more with the mammalian side, which has sort of been something that I've been doing for a while now, but um no, it's always been reptiles. um I think that's because my totem is goanna. So when it comes mm. to lizards and snakes, there's like a there's like a mutual friendship there. um We sort of just sort of uh, see each other, I guess.
0: Mm. We're yeah. Cool with
1: that, um, yeah. but yeah, that's that's how it feels. Yeah,
0: I'm just imagining you just sitting on a chair next to a goanna now, and you just like both having a cocktail, going hey you go, mate."
1: Yeah. <laughs> It feels that way. It feels yeah. that way. Yeah. I'm, I really want to pick a go up, but I'm not willing to, you know, he's, I don't know, it feels like it gives him too much stress and I don't want to do that to him. So mm-hmm. I'd just rather sit next to him and just speak.
0: Yeah, yeah. Be on the same level.
1: Yeah. Plus if he bites me, I don't want to get bone poisoning. So.
0: Yeah. That There's that too, is there?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: What has been, I mean, I have heard some of your amazing, incredible experiences, um, what has been some of your most special and amazing experiences that you're happy to share with with nature with with mother earth
1: with mother earth it, the most special would be the time that i um sort of ga- gave my oath you know mm. um because like she, she she in her beingness just showed me who she was um and in that moment like i i like was on my knees i was crying like more tears than I've ever cried before. It was like I was drooling not. It was just, it was the the beauty that she was and the pain that I could feel that she feels at the same time. I felt the I felt the love that she feels and I felt the pain that she feels at the same time. Mm-hmm. And she asked me if I'd stand with her and um I said I'd never leave her side. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And and that was like a a memory that I'll like remember, but it also just changed the trajectory of where I was going. From that moment it was like i was going in one way but that moment just changed you mm. know so I at the, at, 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 on one side I feels like i'm her son and on another side i feel like i'm her husband so <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what that is but it just feels like i just yeah i feel like um yeah she, she's just magnificent and i just yeah that meeting that we had that that moment was probably one of the most significant moments but there's been so many that it's really quite hard to put a finger on there's no, there's no, like, I've got no secrets. So I'm, I can just speak the truth on all of the, like all the significant moments of my life. But mm. yeah, that, that was one of the ones with nature specifically. Mm. Yeah. And
0: was that like the first sort of time, like, was it a pivotal point? Like what you said, it changed the trajectory of where you were heading. Like, so it was mm. just such a catalyst moment for you.
1: Yeah, like- it was. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was. It was, it was the moment where like i um I, like i had ultimate purpose mm-hmm. like a, like an ultimate mission and an ultimate purpose and like a a stand post it's like um the way i say it when you know how like a lot of people they want to explore the universe and what this like um the the deeply um, metaphysical nature of this this place that we live in Right. And they wanted to explore all that sort of stuff. The way I see it is if you don't have a connection to Mother Earth as the foundation and the root and you're going off and exploring all the deep metaphysical things, you're going to get lost. And when you're going down those places, you're going to meet beings that you may not even know are there and they're going to just fucking pull you into different currents. You're going to get like sidetracked. You're going to get deceived. You're going to get taken away from home. So if you form a deeply rooted connection to Mother Earth, you'll always come home. Mm. you'll always come home because you've got that line back home you know what I mean there's like that it's like when people astral project you need that silver cord. you also mm. need it to mother earth as well if you're going to go explore too you know what mm. I mean but that being said um it, it it's not the most pivotal moment in my life I almost feel like every week is a fucking pivotal moment <laughs> like where I'm on a trajectory and then it just it just it doesn't change it's like oh I didn't think I was going here it's just like yeah, my life has sort of turned into something quite extraordinary from what it used to be. Yeah. yeah. It hasn't always been um this led, this spirit led. It was it was spirit led, but I didn't really realize it was. I was but it was definitely not in the in the on the level I am now, you know. It was quite um it was quite a challenging um early early life. Yeah. But um yeah, that was one of the that was one of the big moments. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Do you think? And I often think this like we do have these challenging lives and these these times, t- and then have these moments. Like it's almost like we have to go through the shit in order yeah. to 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 walk the other path. Because if you kind of, I don't know, and that's not the same for everyone. I know that as well. But mm-hmm. it's like we go through these tough times, and then the compassion and everything that we have on the other side. Um, it just allows us to step more into who we are and know how strong we are as well and just all those sort of <laughs> things. Do you feel that? I know that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like I don't like that's the truth. Like um I've been through some challenging shit. I'm not saying other people haven't. I just know my own challenges.
0: Yeah, like um, true.
1: and and every single one of them what I know was for me, so I could be where I am right now. Mm. know i wouldn't be here if it wasn't for any of those and that's on every single level like before i even incarnated i remember actually choosing to have these experiences so there's no Mm. victim mentality or anything like that it's like i chose to have these shit experiences and these really challenging difficult experiences so i could learn i could grow and i could get to where i at the end i was planning on going and without those experiences as teaching moments as as whatever they were and whatever they needed to be, I wouldn't be where I am now. And I'd be living a completely different life. It's like we have a blueprint, you know, or a chart or whatever it is, you know, whatever you want to call it. Why would you take a piece of that blueprint out? Mm. It's like if you do, then you're taking a part of you out. And then you aren't really you, aren't you? You're missing a fragment, you know. So I take the whole cake, you know
0: yeah i'm gonna you know, eat the whole damn thing you got it you got it don't you, you absolutely yeah do. Uh, uh, yeah. oh that's great and you were talking recently you shared an awesome story i don't know if you want to share that story again mm-hmm. um a- around uluru um mm. and is that something you want to share again right now yeah or? i can
1: share i can share that i mean story. there's so many
0: ways we can go um, yeah and I guess as well, just I guess I was that popped into my head then because it was so powerful and is sort of like a, a bit of a hero's journey um, in itself. Uh, but you've had so many along the way, like all of us, we have. We've, it's like, like you said, like each week I'm changing and, you know, leveling mm-hmm. up, different things are happening. And we're just, we have these big ones, these big cycles. And then we have these little ones like almost every day and week. Mm-hmm. Um, just expanding and growing which is so freaking awesome and it's mm-hmm. exciting and it's a great space to be when you can recognize that's what you're doing um, yeah. and knowing that things will shift if you're having a shitty time as well um, mm-hmm. but yeah like talk to me about you know either that or just that you know anything I've just said really
1: do you want me to tell you the whole story of how the earlier happened from start to finish
0: do you, do you reckon are you feeling it?
1: Yeah, yeah. 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 I'll, I'll tell the story because it's it's a um it's a pretty cool one I reckon.
0: It yeah. is. It's very yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. Let's do it.
1: Let's do it. So I um a couple of years ago about 3 years ago I had a dream that um I went to WA um stayed with some tribal people mm-hmm. on country and then made, had a pilgrimage all the way through to the center that was a dream. And in that dream came with a message and they said, I was going to return something to Australia. So this, this land for earth, for, for Australia, for the country. Yeah. You know, and I at that point remember walking back and I was like, okay, cool. You know, I've got to like um, be a shaman like I am and, and then get like good enough with my medicine that I can take it into, you know, all the areas and and return healing to places. Yeah. So this is
0: all in your dream and then what you thought from it. Yeah. yeah Yeah, 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 Yeah. yeah.
1: so this is my decode from that dream was okay so I've got to take my medicine through Australia and return healing because at that point in my life I was in a deeply healing part of my life where I was healing deep generational trauma deep wounds that I had and I was like okay so that's it this is what it's all about it's all about returning home like to healing in the heart and family and I'm going to bring that back to Australia cool I was like I don't know when I'm going to do it but I know I'm going to do it and um time went by and 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 i knew i was going to do it but it always it sort of changed to like maybe i'll go on like a, a full australian round trip and i'll go and explore the wa and everything i just sort of lost connection to what it really was and um actually when i turned 28 which was on the 11th of august i um everything changed it like it was like a, a switch flicked inside me mm. and um a relationship sort of ended at that point in time Um, really quickly. It was great. And then it just went, just ended. And I remember I had a dream um, and the soul from that relationship told me that it it was time for her to send me on my way um, because I had to go spirit come and said, you had to be 28 to go on the trip. It is now you cannot, like you can't say no. Mm -hmm. And it was almost like, not almost, it was like, if I don't go, then I won't reach 29. Mm. Like uh, it's like this is this is your path, this is your calling. If you deny you deny your life, the creating imbalance, you'll die. You know what I mean? Like it was actually an actual, I could see it happening. I was like, okay, well, I wouldn't reach 29. So time to go, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So literally I booked the um plane ticket the next day and I knew I had to talk to Clint Walker. Yes. So I I had to speak with Clint about what I had seen because I've had many, many dreams of certain beings, right, because the beings called me over to WA, um, like certain um, spirits, you know, and I knew that he knew about those th- those spirits and what they were because they're part of his culture, you know what I mean? So the whales called me over too. So at the end of the dream there was three whales and they had a feminine voice and they said, come sing for us, right? So I didn't know what that meant but I had a, I had a feeling. So I got on the plane trip um I was worried because Clint hadn't responded and I just had this intuitive feeling that he wouldn't respond until I'd committed and actually got there without having any guarantees or any certainty that I'd get anything you know I had to just fully trust and about an hour after I landed he responds right and and he's like okay I'll catch up with you and I was like Um, "Fuck yeah okay so like I was starting to feel like okay this is real like I'm not just bloody I remember being on the plane I'm like "Fuck! I'm batshit crazy (laughs) this is crazy (laughs) what (laughs) what the hell has happened my life has just changed in seven days (sighs) but um I'm on I'm on the way so I, I book into my accommodation and as I wake up the next day I hear a message and it's um it was go to the waters where I can see you and you can see me and an aboriginal walked out of a rock and said come here you know what i mean a big big like he was he was an old man big spear shaman like he was wise looking man and he's like come here um and they're like go tell that to clint so I, I speak to that to clint and he's like okay i know exactly where to take you mm-hmm. and he takes me to this um huge rock right which is on the water right and in the aboriginal dream time that rock that that, that mountain that hill is a, a giant aboriginal man and he's the custodian of the bay Mm. And across the bay, directly across the bay from him, um, was three peaked mountains, right? So that was representative of the three whales, right? Mm. And as soon as we got there, whales started jumping up. I was like, okay, I'm taking that as a sign. Like, yes. that's a sign. Like, the 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 man in the rock, the, the protector of the bay can see the hills. I can see the, the protector of the bay from where I would be camping. And I knew I had to camp there for three days. So... Mm. I'll get a lift out there and I start camping there for three days. And um we can go into like a little bit more depth if you want than what I went to on the Sky to Earth call. Yeah,
0: I just yeah, and I want to say to people too like the reason that I, I know this story and I'm excited for you to yeah, go more in depth is because mm-hmm. of Dale and Mads's um mm-hmm. Sky to Earth, which is freaking awesome. So if you didn't get mm-hmm. on this one, get on the next one. Yeah, um, you're gonna
1: have to. It's freaking not- amazing so
0: good so good so definitely definitely do that um so yeah definitely go into more detail and also Mm -hmm. when you were saying the three as well because i think that's significant too isn't it
1: Mm. yeah Yeah. the three was coming up heaps over that um over that whole trip there was like i was seeing three like eagles i was seeing three mountains seeing three whales i was everything was in threes right Mm. and um the spirits that I have training me on a shamanic capacity um started really picking up in their intensity when I got there mm. um with everything that was happening in my mind it was just they were just fucking hammering me and I got to the point because with a with a normal shamanic dieta is like when you go into nature and you've got nothing no no book no no distraction no food um no you don't no fires no nothing it's just like you're there with nature you become nature it's like you become the rock or you become the tree and you just you're just there you know and I knew I was there to do that too but I was also there to hold a funeral for the whales that had recently um beached themselves um that's what they had actually asked me to come do they're like no one's fucking done it like no one's no one's given us a proper you know a goodbye and sending away so I go down to the water and I'm like in my chest and I just start fucking singing you know what I mean? Like, like I have these Akaro's. It's just what, like, it's a it's a shaman song. Um, yeah. and and it's like a, yeah, I sing to the spirit of the whale, and they started jumping out, out the distance, you know. And that was on the third day. And I, by the time I was like on the third day, I'd forgotten about the funeral, completely forgotten about it, and I was yeah. getting really frustrated I was like I'm, what am I here to do like I was like spirit come on show me I feel crazy what am I here to do you know I'm like it got spin effects all through my feet like I've had nothing to eat you know mm-hmm. I've had you know no no fires I'm not even sleeping in a tent I'm sleeping in a sleeping bag under the stars you know what I mean like outside I'm this is crazy and um they're like you got to do that remember I was like okay I'll, I'll go down and I'll do that um, and as soon as I finished that, I just had this overwhelming sense. The wind picked up. It was huge. It was just like vortexing through the cliffs. They were mm-hmm. like, you're free to go now. Thank you. You know, like, well done. Thank you. We appreciate it. On your road, you know. And um, I got picked up that day. Um, but that was really incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, on the last day of that trip, I woke up with a, a, a message um, and it was a scroll. And I didn't really understand what it was, but it'll come clear later. Mm. Um, it, was a, it was a scroll that opened up and it writ written in ink. And it was like, um, oh, sorry, I'm just being told not to say it yet.
0: Yeah. 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 It'll right. come it'll come out. That's all right. Yeah, I get that too. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm
1: just getting told to watch what I say there. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, so I got a lift in and I didn't know where to go from there. I just mm-hmm. had no idea. Um, and then Clint said I needed to go to um, Jigalong mm-hmm. um, on my next trip to um, Uluru, but I had this just weird intuitive feeling that that wasn't it, like I wasn't meant to go there. Mm-hmm. And I so then I started looking online and I was like, oh, fuck, up. I've got to start heading now because I just felt there was nothing left for me in the Pilbara at that stage, like in the Karath area. I was like, no, I've done what I needed to do here. It's time to go to the next spot. So I needed to get to Broome so I could get a bus, start getting a bus down to Alice Springs.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So I needed to get to Broome and I had no idea how I was going to get to Broome, right? So I go to the pub, right, that night just for a feed. The Mm. bartender is like, I'm going to Broome. I'll take you. I was like, when are you going? I was like, tomorrow. And I was like, fucking sweet. (laughs) Like, done. (laughs) Done. Sick. You know? So So I sort of like hitchhiked up to Broome and I was like, that that worked really really well, and I got to Broome two hours before the bus, right? And by the time I get into Broome, it's six in the morning, like because we just charged through the night. Mm. Six in the morning, and at that point, I'm starting to feel crazy. Like I'm starting to feel crazy again. Like it just settles in. It's like <laughs> I feel crazy, then I feel aligned, then I feel crazy, then I feel aligned. You know? <laughs> um, and then a, a hawk flies above. Mm. You know what I mean? And all I just hear is "Stay strong, mate." Like that's that's it stay strong keep going you know mm-hmm. so I get on the I get on the bus and before I came on the trip so the the beings that I that um are training me up was sort of like were training me up until this point um like on, on a spiritual uh, shamanic capacity um they they're shamans right so mm-hmm. they can project themselves into the animals that have been talking to me you mm-hmm. know and sometimes I've I've seen them that they, they show themselves like, really quickly and I helped this late this old lady with her stuff on the bus right and I saw them instantly just project themselves into her look at me and I just knew I saw them and they saw me you know what I mean I was like okay I know I'm being watched but as soon as I get on the bus she sits in front of me and i see a reptoid come out of her like a big snake and it starts wrapping around my neck and it starts like having a go right. and then they, and then they said um I, I had this weird like uh sort of a message and they're like time to practice your magic mm. you know the time, time to practice your magic so i am um, it was like but by, by that time i had a lot of training with this sort of stuff so it, you a couple years ago that sort of thing would have been really difficult and I hadn't had a sort of a situation where I've had to do that for a while Mm -hmm. so I just sort of surprised myself of how easy it was you know what I mean just Mm to send it back you know I was like okay this is starting to work you know all this training is starting to pay off you know and so I start get I get on this um bus fast forward down to Alice Springs um and I knew I had to go camping right so this is that camp trip that I thought I was going to die on right so before I actually came I saw myself when I was coming here to go to WA um camping with these elders and it was an initiation and I knew it was an initiation and an unbinding I knew they were um taking the shackles off you know it was like there was like I had a muzzle on my face you know like like collars on my wrist with chains on the ground and I remember on the bus, I felt like a, like a wild lion, just ready to fucking like I was like, let me out of these bloody things, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I'm, I'm mm-hmm. let me free, let me go, because I got shit to do, you know. But on my way up, I felt like it was gonna like I was gonna die because I remember get, having spears put through my chest, you know, and my, through my stomach and through my legs and everything like that.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: um, I was like, what am I going into? You know, I was like, You're I remember having pulling that
0: my- as a vision and a memory. Yeah. or just yeah. yeah and and was that to do as well with the reptoid uh, the you know the thing nah. Like, no nah. this is
1: the, this is the vision I had just before I made the decision to come on the trip yeah. because they said it's time to go it's time to go through your initiation and this is what it's going to be oh,
0: but Yeah sorry yeah I'm back Yeah again. and if yeah, you yeah. and
1: they were like you're going to get fucking tortured pretty much but if you don't go you're going to die so yes. I was like yes. ah. <laughs> I'm <laughs> was going like, then yeah Go on then you know yeah. i, I got to do it but I was starting to freak out because I was starting to really feel the intensity of the initiation, how heavy, like how serious it was, mm. um, deep, deep men's work um, mm. and, and things that I'm not going to just be able to talk about. Um, mm. And I was starting to freak out and because my mum had had a dream recently before I'd left of what that was going to look like after when I got back and she had told me like what it would look like when I'd get home. Mm -hmm. And I started thinking maybe I was going to pass away and I was just here to protect them in spirit. You know, I thought maybe they needed me to be in spirit. My mind started playing games. So I remember calling my mum. I was like, fuck, just let me just know like I love you. I don't know if I'm going to die. or not. You know what I mean? Like this is freaky. And I I go to this place that they told me to go to and I didn't know specifically where to stop. You know, but this lady that was there called me the name Randy for some reason,
0: Mm. and
1: Randy's my brother's name. And I was like, okay, spirit's talking again. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And then I had another thing with uh, an eagle that flew over that projected its vision into me, and I could see myself from his view. You know, I saw the whole landscape, you know. Mm. And um, at that point I was like, okay, so this is the spot, this is where I need to camp right for this initiation and I was wondering whereabouts and I started looking at the cliff face and I saw a, an Aboriginal man in the, in the cliff but right, no one else could see him I was like there was people looking for things and I was like can you see the Aboriginal man I was pointing at it I was like it's right there you know no one could bloody no pe- one pick it, it out so I camped there um after dark and I sleep there and um as I'm falling asleep do you know what a bull roar is
0: no please explain no.
1: It's this it's this tool that the uh, Aboriginal people used to use and I'm not sure what it was specifically for I think it might have been communication it was a piece of timber mm-hmm. um, made in like a semi like a like a like an oval shape um yeah. attached to a, a like a long piece of string and they'd swing it around like this and it'd make it make yes. a like type noise now I, know I started hearing go. them everywhere everywhere and I was like Okay, what the hell is happening? Like I'm being surrounded by beings that I cannot see. You know what I mean? I started mm-hmm. hearing um, Aboriginal men singing, you know, and start, and start saying, like speaking to me in a language that I didn't understand, of course, you know, but it felt like it, I knew the language. I just mm-hmm. didn't understand it. I felt like I knew what was going on. I started seeing them pop up in front of my face as I was falling asleep.
0: Mm.
1: And then I was like, okay, sweet, something's going to happen and as i was falling asleep i I was like i was like quick and i tied this silver cord around my heart just like in four different four different like um like knots i was like all right i'm coming home like i'm not going anywhere if i leave my body i'm coming back and i wake up and as i wake up um i'm remembering like it's like a dream but it wasn't it was like a dream that was happening as i was awake and i touched my back and i've just got blood everywhere just dripping off my arm and everything but I felt like nothing could touch me. I was like I am so fucking powerful right now. Like I am untouchable. I just felt like the king. Like just <laughs> just, just felt like it was in, I felt incredible but I was like what happened? I, I can't I can't remember much. All I can just remember is all this blood you know mm. on on my body. And I but I felt free. Completely free and I was like okay so the the shackles the the muzzle Mm -hmm. everything was gone Mm -hmm. you know what I mean I was like huh so what do I do now and they were like now you walk I was like okay because I thought at the beginning I was like I've got to walk all the way from WA to Uluru ridiculous as if 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 I was going to do that ridiculous yeah, I was like, okay, so now my time here is done. So I go, I get straight into Alice Springs, get on a bus all the way to Yulara, which is um 20 kilometers from Uluru, and I know I have to walk that point. I was mm-hmm. like, this is where I actually physically have to walk, and it had to be a walk, right? And um, I was like, okay, so I'll start tomorrow. Like, I, I, as soon as I got there, I was like, I'm gonna have a nice big meal. I'm gonna go to sleep. And then I'm going to walk in the morning. Mm. I was mm. like, I'll probably get there by like nine o'clock, you know, nine in the morning or something like that. Start at six, start at seven or something like that. But I'll wake up at two in the morning, like bright, like just, you know how sometimes you wake up and you like takes you a little bit to
0: yeah. wake up. I like, oh.
1: it's like, I just like boom, eyes wide yeah, open. I'm awake. The yeah. And then all I hear was on your trot
0: like, oh, really get going
1: like get no, no, no 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 like no waiting around I was like it's two in the morning They're like get going now mm-hmm. so I just put my boots on and 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 um what did I go I had a water bottle and I just brushed my teeth and I just hit the road you know what mm-hmm. I mean and it's so dark I'm like Fuck, what if I get pinched by a dingo or something I don't know I don't know <laughs> but um as about I got like maybe five to six k's in I couldn't see any light behind me and everything like that, like any lights from the town district that I was in. I was, like, fully on my on my own on the rock. I could feel, a like, a pulling on my stomach towards the river. Um mm-hmm. and it was, like, just pulling me so quick that it was almost like I was on a short jog. Like, I was, mm-hmm. I was walking so fast, and I couldn't slow down. I was, like, nothing. And in my head, all I was just saying was nothing can stop my walk. Nothing can stop this walk. Like, I'm coming home. Like, I'm coming home. And I was like, nothing can break this. And um, it started feeling like I was like that sperm that was racing to the egg. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I was like, no one's going to beat me there. I'm the first to touch this rock. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm coming before the sun gets up. I'm beating every motherfucker. Right? <laughs> not, that, oh, not that there was a rage, but to me, I was like, I am showing her how, how committed I am, you know? Yeah. And my like hip flexors and my like, I'm not a big walker. I don't walk very far distances, but I'm wearing heavy steel caps, you know, not walking shoes, steel cap boots. My feet are sore as by the end. And um, I was like, oh, fuck. I remember looking at the rock thinking I have only had a K. I checked the maps real quick and I still had like six Ks. It's that big. You know what I mean? Fuck, you know. I was like, I feel like I've been walking forever. But I got to Uluru and um, got to the rock and I remember touching it. And I saw this like face in the rock that looked like a lion, you know, from the side, you know, and that felt like that was my spot, you know. And, and I was like, okay, I'm just meant to be here for a little bit. I'm just going to relax, lay up against the rock and just process this whole situation. And it was like I felt this energy go from my head down and then up. It just went foof, foof, and knocked me out like cold. Yeah. It just like I just blacked out, you know. And through that blackout, um, oh, before the blackout, I was visited by being right. The being that initially said, come here.
0: Mm. You know, it was a
1: big, it was a big frill neck lizard man. Um, and he, and he was like the guardian of Uluru. Um, he was like a gatekeeper. He was Mm. like, there's this portal to get in, but there's a, you can't just walk on it. There's a gatekeeper that makes sure that whoever goes in is, is true. You know what I mean? And, um, he asked me a question, but I can't remember what the question was. And he's like, well done, you passed. And that's when I felt that thing yeah. um, and blacked out. And through that blackout stage, there was four purple cords that were going from my stomach center into yeah. the into Uluru. And they were twisted. And it was like from the Uluru um, uh, part of where the cord was attached, it started to unravel all the way back. So it was a twisted cord and then by the end of that, it was completely unraveled and connected. And at that point, I felt completely one. Like I was just like a unified with Uluru. Mm -hmm. Um, It felt like I was in there. I believe that I did go in there because I saw myself in there with a big crystal box um, and there was a key, like not a box, it was like a big bench, a huge table. Mm -hmm. And there was like a key and they are like, this is your key. And um, I remember turning it. And, um, but yeah, I remember, Oh yeah now we're at the point where i got real cold and i thought i was gonna die right mm. <laughs> i got off i got off the rock and all the heat had come out of my body like mm. all, all the, like it was like there was nothing left and where i live now it gets to negative eight degrees like i'm not a i'm not a I'm stranger to cold
0: and mm. it was only like
1: eight or nine degrees where 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 they where i was mm. but I've, I've never felt this cold And i knew at that stage like i was at risk of hypothermic shock um and the sun hadn't come up yet but it was about to i could see it but it was on the other side you know and there's so much like it's a big rock you know i mean it It wasn't gonna hit where i was for quite a while so i knew i had to go that way but i heard a voice say if you want to go home you can climb up into that cave there no one will see you Mm. you know and and you can you can stay and we'll take you home and I knew it came in a feminine voice, but underneath it sounded like Reptile Draco, you know Mm. what I mean? It sounded like Mm. I was being interfered with. And it was like one last ditch attempt to stop me from like really fucking driving at home. Mm. But there wasn't any question, you know, like I was like, no, I choose life. And I just started fucking like trying to one foot like dragging across the bloody, (laughs) like the soil because I'm so sore, just chasing after this sun. And when I get there, I started sun gazing and I just felt the heat return to my body. Mm. And um, it was just a bit of processing. And as I was leaving, like, as I began to, like, once I realized I was done, like, I didn't want to leave. Like, I didn't want to. I was ready to, like, take a stand and be like, I'll take I'd take my country back. I was mm. like, come get me. I was like, I'll, I'll, I'll take a take lot of years on. You know, I'm taking land back. You know, I was like, and then I was like, wait a second this is a tourist tourists everywhere i can't really just pull a strikey on me own you know I was like come on get real i got i've got to go so i um get on the bus and i i start heading back but i'm just like head in the window so no one sees me you know i'm fucking bawling my eyes out i just didn't want to go and like i could feel her talking to me she's like i'll never leave ya and i was like i'll never leave ya i was like we're <laughs> together forever you know i was yes. like fully unified at that point mm-hmm. um and then I remember she said, um, quite soon after that, that now the real game begins. Mm. Like now, now you're here to do what you're here to do. It's like my purpose at that point, at beginning, I knew my, what my purpose was before I went, and it was because I knew the journey home, and it was to get home. My journey, like my journey, was to get home and pave a trail. So on one level, I was meant to put it into the soil. You know what I mean? And they were showing me that it was coding into the construct, the the, um, the, the journey home. Mm. So I knew I had to pave a trail home. That was part of my journey. But now my purpose is completely different. Um, and it's like an, a new part is awoken. So it's going to be very interesting what comes next.
0: Yeah. Very interesting. Oh, Harley, that is just a freaking incredible story. Like, mm. and it's just, it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. And just. I think when you were saying, like, you could feel it, like, I can just, I feel that when you're like sitting on the bus and you just, you don't want to go, but you you, yeah. you know you're there for each other always. And, yeah. like, it's just profound. It's just profound. Yeah. So yeah. special. Thank you.
1: Yeah, so, it is really special. I say, everyone, just get it out there.
0: Yes. You got
1: to go, you got to go visit her. <laughs> like, she's so special. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I feel like that's a massive message right now that's coming through for everyone is to connect back to nature, to connect back to Mother Earth, to really just to just honour that and to, you know, like, do you feel like you, you've come home now and now you have this purpose? What does that look like now that you have un- unravelled the, the the cords and you're aligned? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah i can I can tell the truth now. like i I always had a, like a little bit of a um, like an inkling of what I was here to do, but mm-hmm. um but now now it's like fully driven home. Mm-hmm. Um I'm here to Mother Earth has sort of granted me with a permit, if you will, um to give a couple people, not just a couple but a lot of people um, an option um and they they can choose to tell the truth of what's that what they've done um and if they don't then there's going to be consequences mm-hmm. um but Mother Earth is with that and she sanctioned that sort of mission so she's given me a bit of a hit list uh, <laughs> so that that's where I'm heading I'm going after some 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 Moby dicks and at the end of the day this is actually for this is all for country and this is for the whales mm-hmm. um because whaling must stop yeah and and if whaling doesn't stop humanity is not going to make it um that's just the truth so whaling is going to have to stop and i'm going to be part of that process um but through that there's some people specifically in this country it felt like what it feels like is i've been asleep and i've woken up and i don't like what i've seen uh (laughs) there's there's a lot of shit going on that everyone's coming home right? A lot of people are coming home and you're saying that there's this call to come home to nature because she's putting out that call. She's like, this is the final call. Um, Come home now because she's ready to like start start divorcing some people. Mm -hmm. Um, But certain people that are pretty high up, um, they've done some things, some like actual just crimes against nature that
0: Mm -hmm.
1: can't be forgiven. Um, There's a way that they can turn it around and that way is by actually Telling the people what they've done. Um, they can be yeah. honest about that. Um, and then there's then then they can change their course and change their direction. But if they choose no, it's like spirit told me because I was given the option, I can face death or I can die. I chose to face death. Mm. And I've done that on multiple occasions. I've had to I've I've had to been given options where it was either now or never. Mm. And if it was never, then there were consequences as well. And I chose now and spirit has shown me because I've been able to do that every single time that I've been asked, I'm able to give that offer to other people that need it. Mm-hmm. Um So yeah, that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to roll some heads
0: Yeah, look <laughs> at out. the end
1: of the day. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm out, I'm out for blood, <laughs> yeah. but on, a, on, a, on an energetic level, you know, on an energetic level. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 yeah physically
1: not touch anyone
0: no 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 and and i think people you know i mean we know but how powerful the energetic level is i mean that's more more Mm. powerful probably than the physical really
1: oh yeah yeah (laughs) oh yeah
0: oh yeah (laughs) yeah yeah
1: Yeah. one thing like one thing when you get home it's like you you be your true sovereign it's like right now what i feel like is this body is the vessel Mm -hmm. and all my job with the body is to keep it as clean as possible because it's just got so much spirit in it right now and it's just ready to pour forward, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And um, the power that, like, us humans hold is something that is feared by these people completely, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Proper fear, you know what I mean? And I know I can't be touched, and that's the same for everyone that gets home, you know what I mean? So come home. Yeah,
0: Come home. I love Come this. home. Yeah, home. and I love oh, there's so many oh, there's so many things I just want like my brain's like where can I go? Um, I love the story. Of, I love the whales. I mean, I've had my own experience. Um, three or four years ago, and um, down at Victor Harbor, uh, and I saw the whale tower. I'm like, okay, great. I've got to get up there. I was with my partner, and we. I'm like, just running up this hill like I've never run before. Like, you just... And as I I got up there first, and as I got up there, the whale just came out of the water, and Mm -hmm. I saw its eye, and I was just like, that is freaking phenomenal. Like, I just... Yeah. You can't... Like, it was just so special. It was so special. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, like, it just... Those kind of things, they really stay with you. They really stay. They really do, eh? Yeah. And you just know how special they are so the fact that you've had all these experiences and also the significance of the whale for people who might be thinking okay tell me more like what is the significance like I know we've been talking about a lot but for people who haven't sort of uh, heard too much about it or or have their own connection with the whale and want to know more what is the significance of the whale
1: they 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 are like the manifestation the physical manifestation of what is feminine that mm-hmm. is magnet they're like the, the physical and animal manifestation of magnetism um and magnetism is infinite is the infinity right there are other beings that are the manifestation of electricity but electricity is finite right it, it's a finite way that, that that's not sorry that's a, di- a little bit of a different level that the the um the whales hold the organic grid like Mm -hmm. the the organic grid and if the whales collapse then the organic collapses it's like if they collapse and everything falls as a as a as a consequent reaction and because we're organic we're within that that too you Mm -hmm. know what i mean so they need to be protected and there's some crimes going on against the whales at the moment here just here in australia and it's it's not okay but um they are they're truly significant when you said you just started running up the hill it's like the spirit of the whale has a way of invoking a spirit within yourself mm. that is just like you could have been so tired, but you would have gotten up that hill so oh, quick. I don't
0: know how I did it. Yeah. I don't know, I'm just like shoop.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the whales do that. It's like they're they're truly special, and they're not just an animal. You know, mm. they're not no they're, no animals, just an animal, but they are yeah. they're something else.
0: They are. Yeah. And when you just started talking about the magnetism as well, and um the and in, in they represent infinity so the all the everything the um, everything the everything and then yeah. you said you know then there's electrical beings that are finite so they're not can you explain that a bit more
1: so the electrical wave is a finite wave at ends, right so that's why like bait fish Right. You see how bait fish hurt in schools, right? And they like their flutter is so quick. They have to because they're so small. It's highly electric. But no, no bait fish, none will reach old age. They're mm. designed to be killed and die. Like electricity dies. Like it's it's a finite wave. And magnetism just doesn't. It's it's completely infinite. It's a that's like the whale never stops that movement. Mm. It just it just it doesn't. And it's like you could almost say electric, electricity is representation of the demiurge. I don't know if that's 100% true, but mm-hmm. that's the finite, right? Yeah, but the ma- magnetism comes from outside the construct mm-hmm. and it come, permeates through and they hold that. They hold that and that's a really important thing to, to take into consideration because magnetism is is infinite. It permeates through time and space and just everything you know that's all things as magnetism electromagnetism but the electricity is the the finite version
0: mm. it's
1: like um i don't know how else to explain it you know i need to go a, a little bit deeper into it as well
0: mm. yeah yeah it's it's so cool isn't it there's so many things um tell Here's me one sorry yeah go 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 go, go. the, 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 yeah,
1: bri- the brain's electric yeah right? the, the brain is finite, but the soul Is magnet magnetic magnetic it's magnetism right and that's why the heart's magnetic a lot of people say that the heart's a pump Mm. i don't i don't think the heart's a pump i'm pretty sure it's a coil you Mm. know and and it's squeak like it's it's a coil and it's using magnetic force not not a pump which would not be that you know but um yeah magnetism is the heart and the soul essence and that's the infinite nature of ourselves
0: and mm-hmm. the electric
1: elect, electrical is the brain, so the mind part of the universe, I'd guess.
0: Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so cool. And you know, when you were talking before as well, um, what I love was watching in watching in real time, spirit talking through you, which spirit can talk through all of us, uh, but knowing what to say and what not to say and yeah because sometimes it's the timing isn't it too and there's things that you along your path you would have um, learned gleaned and uh, understood but there's still stuff now that you already acknowledge that you don't understand yet because that message won't be for you until another maybe two years three years
1: yeah that's That's correct Mm. yeah yeah that's 100 percent correct I think um like we're in a time we're coming into a time now where what she's calling what what spirit and earth is calling is not just to return home but you can't really return home until you're honest with yourself Mm. um as when people are lying to themselves they're stopping themselves from returning home it's like they're putting up their own blocks so she's calling out honesty I just remember like hearing like this just yell that it almost felt like it came through like the whole construct it was like no more lies like done no more lies no more lying no more lying to yourself no no more lying to others um, but at the same point like it's all about the truth and honesty but when you come when you, you're about to speak truth sometimes you're not meant to say it yet because the full picture hasn't been um, sort of put out so it's like we must be honest but we must be also responsible with that honesty and how and how we've we're putting it across when we're putting it across and not just just blurt everything out just like for the sake of it you know mm-hmm. what I mean but, yeah. yeah, it's important to be able to listen, you know, and everyone's got that. It's like as you're speaking, your intuition will be like, ah, not yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you've got to really listen to that because if you don't, then it just it creates a flow mm. and effect.
0: Yeah. And I think too, like if it, for people who aren't used to listening to their intuition, it can be very foreign, but really it is that sort of soft whisper that you hear or just that that pull or that nudge that you get like sometimes mm-hmm. you know you you can't explain it you just know you have to do something and there is no the analytical mind is out of the picture you just know you've got to do it you just mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's
1: like, yeah. It's, a, it's a feeling and a knowing. It, yeah. it doesn't come the intuition doesn't come from the brain it's like a lot of people think their intuition is like like thoughts you know and mm-hmm. they, they have a thought come up and like oh that's intuition it's like probably not it's no. like <laughs> yeah it's like if you if your intuition is feeling based you know it comes from the stomach you know and you you'll just know it's like you'll go to say something but you'll just feel like oh maybe not Or like I had to learn my intuition the hard way because I kept fucking ignoring it you <laughs> yeah. know but before I um started on my healing journey I would always ignore my intuition that's why I've been like I've been hurt so many times like I'd my gut would tell me don't go out tonight and I'd end up sitting next to some dude that's just been stabbed seven times in the chest and I'd be sitting with him, you know what I mean? Or like I'd get spiked and I'd end up bloody in hospital, you know, on half a coma, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. just, just constant things like that, you know, but you got to, li- you got to really listen to the whisper.
0: Mm, you do. It,
1: it's not always a whisper though.
0: No, it isn't. No, sometimes
1: it's a fucking scream because people aren't listening.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. When you're saying that, I remember a time when I was I, I had this feeling like I was gonna I was gonna do this something with this person, and I I went and met with them, and it felt really off, but I kind of felt like I had to do it. And then the next morning, in that time exactly when you're talking about just that waking before you're wide awake, um, that that time, I heard this voice and it said be careful (laughs) Dorita like not like and I was just like and it was a familiar voice with someone that I knew and trusted like it's and I just was like that's all I needed to hear and Mm -hmm. I knew I knew um but I had to have and that was loud too (laughs) Mm -hmm. It definitely didn't sound like how I just said it but you know it just you could you just know and you and it was also just um uh what's the word um, solidifying what you already knew as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. did you did you end up having confirmation that that was what you needed to do? Like you did need to be careful?
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. like I, yeah. I knew that as I was going to sleep that night, I was like, something feels off. I don't think I should do this, but I felt like I was gonna do it anyway. So mm-hmm. um and then I the confirmation was that that voice for me. Because, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because yeah. I just I think, but had I gone against it, I just know it would have just gone it, all pear shaped. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> it always
1: it always does. It always does.
0: Yeah, you gotta love those pear shaped moments just to like slap you back in the face and go, "You need to listen." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, far out. So, what's on the cards for you now? Like, so you're saying like heads will roll, <laughs> energetically, obviously. What? Yeah. What is your um. What is your vision? What does it look like for Harley right now? And I know it can change in a day, but you know, Mm.
1: it's so when I got back, you know how I used to be someone that was like, I need to create a step-by-step plan and 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 figure it out. When I got back from the trip, spirit was like, okay, the rest of this journey is the exact same as the one that you'd just done. You're going to get, you're going to like, sort of just trust and it's going to work out. It's Mm -hmm. just like, I had a dream when I got back that I was going to start speaking and this is how it was going to start beginning. And I've been on two podcasts in in in, in three days. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's just going to, I, I just know that things are going to start working out because I know that what's coming is coming and I know <laughs> that where I'm going, I'm going. You know what I mean? But where that is, is I actually like, I, I can feel that, I've got a lot of things to say to humanity um, yeah. about just being honest with ourselves um, yeah. and, and that path home. Um, I've got a massive story that I can speak on. Like before I did any of this healing journey, I'll tell you what, I went on a fucking ride. Like my <laughs> life has been an absolute bloody ride, i tell you what, just like everyone else's. But, um, yeah, I, I know it's going to lead me to a point where I can have – that those talks with those people, because I'm not talking with them on an energetic level. I've already spoken with them on an energetic level and let them know I'm coming. So, yeah. so, so at the, they're probably having nightmares at the moment. So <laughs> <laughs> tell you what, no, it's they. This is what this is where I'm at at the moment. The, these people, right? I know that they have been put on this this earth to do what they were meant to do. Mm -hmm. right so there is no mistake in that fact however what they have done is unforgivable and i know a lot of people say but you know the art of forgiveness um if i was a fucking draco Mm -hmm. and a really sneaky one what i would do is do horrible things to people get in their minds and say now the trick is to forgive to Mm -hmm. make it better you know Mm -hmm. and and this is for you so you can feel at peace and while you forgive i'm going to keep doing it
0: Mm. you know what
1: I mean and Mm -hmm. and and then we're gonna get people in crystal shops with marla beads around to write books with blue covers and then that's and then and then you know then we get away with everything Mm. what they've done is unforgivable and Mm. you don't forgive it because what it does is it makes it okay yeah and then they keep doing it so we need to accept that we've allowed it to occur to this point and then we need to be honest with ourselves we won't allow to do ourselves to do that shit to ourselves we want ourselves to deceive ourselves and lie to ourselves and once we do that then we don't let others do it either you know Mm. what I mean so you got to call we're going to start calling people out on their shit and there's a lot of people doing a lot of shit you know so we need to accept that it's happened not allow it to happen anymore but yes I'd love to just throw them away and put them in jail Mm. but just like I had the opportunity to come clean. And I came clean, you know, Mm. these people deserve an opportunity to come clean as well because Mm. they can still heal from what they've done. You know what I mean? So they'll have the opportunity. I've got medicine to give them, you know, Mm. like they can literally come see me and I'll put them through a ceremony and they can see themselves and what they've done and they can come clean. If they don't do that, then their time here is up.
0: Mm. What's your, what's your feeling about, about people coming clean? Like, Do you think they all will? Do you think some, I mean, won't?
1: Some won't, but they'll they'll suffer the most.
0: Someone? (laughs) Did you say someone? Someone?
1: No, some won't come clean. Oh, some won't.
0: Sorry. Yeah, yeah. No,
1: but I've seen that some will.
0: Yeah. Some
1: will come clean. And for those people, you know, if they've summoned the courage to stand in front of the whole fucking world and say what they've done, then Mm -hmm. we owe them our ears and listen. Mm. You know, because they've also been forced into it. And, yes, they've been weak and they've done it. But these people have done horrible things. And if they are willing to face that 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 sort of repercussions of telling the whole world what mm. they've done, then we've got to be also adults. And this is what I talk about. Like, we need to s- sit around the family table here. It's mm. like when your brother or your sister or your mother or your father or your son or your daughter have done something, as a like even as a child but let's just say as a family and you're given the opportunity to come clean you don't then punish them for coming clean Mm. you then thank them for coming clean and see where you can go from there Mm. you don't have to forgive them for what they've done but you can be like okay i i respect the fact that you actually just told me that you know what i mean so these people that have um convinced the world to poison themselves Mm -hmm. um have raped children Mm -hmm. um that have murdered others um arranged the murder of others these people they get the option but the time is up mother mother earth's done she's had Mm -hmm. enough and and i'm serious i i feel like she's bloody she's knighted me and i have a permit and i'm here with that permit and good luck refusing it because (laughs) i'm not just the messenger but i'm the message to them as well (laughs) so yeah they'll have the option and if they want they can come and heal, and I'm not talking about just you know, doctors. We're talking like, journalists are just the beginning. We got to start. We got to start with media. I reckon it feels like the media. You know, mm. I got I don't know. I got beef with Waleed Ali. <laughs> I got I got beef with him.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and, and
1: and there's some there's some others as well. But um, you know, politicians and everything. Like um, mm. I feel like my journey finishes with a man named Pepe Orsini. That's how it feels. Mm. I'm, I'm going right to the top because this is all for the whales and they're their copy cap and they're like oh we're, we're the moby dicks we're the whales of the world it's like okay well i'm gonna start whaling until you stop <laughs> you know you know i'm coming with the harpoons so
0: <laughs> they're on your back you can see them Oh yeah. far out and it, this is big it is big and i feel mm. like i can feel while you're talking about this how big it is and obviously there's There's only one Harley, but there are many people who are feeling it and are with you and are doing this Mm -hmm. work as well. Do you feel that as well?
1: Yeah, no, I do. I feel like I've got a whole fucking army with me Mm -hmm. just just ready to move up and just start just putting the pressure on these people. You Mm. know what I mean? Truth, truth, truth. No more lies. No more lies. We can see it. Mm. We can see your lies. And others can't, but they're going to start seeing because they're going to be they're going to be shown, you mm. know what I mean? And then when they start saying, we're going to, you know, bring them in as well, you know, mm. I, I reckon we're all going to do it, you know, yeah. but um, yeah, these people and on another level, on a family level, like ourselves, like go to that person and apologise for what you did, you know, if you did something that hurt someone,
0: mm. you know what I mean?
1: Like That's on a whole I'm... level, I think it's just start being honest, man.
0: Mm. Yeah, sorry I, sorry to interrupt you, Flo. I was just going to say that's where I was going to go next. Like what yeah. can people do in mm-hmm. their life right now? Like because the big mm-hmm. picture is a big picture and it can sometimes be overwhelming for, for some, but it, we bring it back to us, don't we? We, we start mm-hmm. there. We always begin mm-hmm. within and we start with our family or, or our friends and speak speak the truth there.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. It's about that family talk around the table. We've mm-hmm. got the ma- the macro family, which is our human family, but we've all got our our own families, and then within ourselves, we've got a family as well. You've got yourself that is still with you when you were seven. That mm-hmm. seven year old self is still in you. That fourteen mm-hmm. year old self is still in you. That seventy mm-hmm. year old self is in you. You know, it's time to have a family talk with yourself, with your immediate family, and start mm-hmm. to get our affairs in order. to Start to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. That's that's where that's where we're at right now.
0: Mm-hmm. And if people um, feel that they want to speak the truth to people who've um, transitioned, or people that they know they'll never see, they might still be living. They can do it energetically, can't they? Yeah. Mm.
1: Yeah. They can start doing it energetically. If you want, to, if you want to come home on all levels, it's got to be physical too.
0: Yeah. If if yeah. if you can, if that that person is still around, like.
1: Y- yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, if you can, if that person is still around, you can. Yeah. otherwise energetically yes mm. because nothing disappears mm. you know yeah. like the and the unseen is just as real as the scene it's just you can't really
0: see it yeah not with
1: these two but it's, it's right there you know what yeah. i mean so um on all levels you can you can do it you know mm. where where possible you know and just start small
0: mm. no, start small.
1: you know you know, whether it's with your your immediate family, or your partner, mm-hmm. or your friends, even a friendship from ten years ago, you yeah. know, um, yeah, like any fallouts, anything, you know, because I think a lot of people on the healing journey. This is what one thing I've started to sort of observe is a lot of people are happy to heal and like, oh, I'm I'm on a healing journey from what's been done to me. Mm what about what i've done to others yes you know what about what i've done you mm. know not only to others but for myself mm. to myself it's like it's time to start being honest and not just not just sit, sitting here with a bit of compassion and love for yourself but actual raw honesty you yeah. know what i mean i had to be honest with myself i've done i did some horrible things when i was younger mm. and i was honest about the whole thing and i know the things that i've done that you know were just not okay and yeah. were a direct violation against nature like direct violation mm-hmm. you know i know where they came from and i know where it all began and i know the whole sequence of events from the very beginning so i can have gratitude for the whole thing but i've still got to take accountability for those things
0: you yeah. know what i mean mm-hmm. oh,
1: can i say a story
0: yeah do it yeah, Bring it
1: yeah. On, Harley. okay so when i was young when i was three years old i was raped by my grandfather
0: mm-hmm.
1: okay so and that's where it all began Right. And I completely forgot about this until only a couple of years ago, until the memory came back and the full and the full memory, like Mm. not just a little bit, but the full memory. And I started to see absolutely everything and how everything coded into my life from that point. I, when I was younger, attracted a male friend who was, I'm going to have a meeting with (laughs) Yeah. Um, he, he was I would diagnose him as a psychopath mm-hmm. okay and I witnessed and did nothing about the brutal things that were done to animals in front of my face and I did nothing but the fear and and the and the horror you know I, I'm I did nothing about it right oh. and some things happened to an animal that I saw I was probably 11 or 12 years old mm-hmm. at this place that this sacred site and I was just shocked just shocked and it just wrecked me but I haven't been able to go to that place since Mm. and I recently went back and I knew I had to go back and I saw the ancestors of the place they all came and I was like I'm ready like what do we need to do and I felt like my little boy inside me was hiding behind me and they're like we want to we don't want to see you we want to see him you know and I was like come on and he's like my little boy was like you you go do it and I was like this is for you to do you you must go and see them and I watched him walk up to them and he said everything and all they did was hug him and they just put face paint on him and he come back and he just hugs me uh-huh. you know what I mean and it's like that wouldn't have happened and the shame would have stayed there if you didn't go and face what you've done
0: yeah you know what
1: I mean it's all about honesty that's that's the answer. The truth is the answer, and it'll set you free. Mm,
0: it really will. That's so powerful, Harley. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> <It's> big, <laughs> <It's> big. Yeah, <laughs> it's mm. really big. Yeah, and special. And I think that's the thing. You know, um, we have to look at the stuff that we are ashamed of, and that is the true healing. Mm-hmm. That is the true yeah. coming home. And I say this often, it's looking at the parts of ourselves that we do not want to look at, but we can't hide away from it anymore.
1: No. Nah. We
0: we've got to face it.
1: Can I say something else?
0: Go for it. This is yeah. the yours, yeah. mate.
1: <laughs> Within all of us, we've got wounds, right? No oh. one comes through this construct without getting beat to a pole, mm-hmm. unless, unless you're one of those people that weren't meant to. And then I, I think they're less privileged. I think the privileged people are the ones that get beaten up, right? But the ones that go through the shit, right? Um, there's this thing right now, this 5D ascension thing, mm. and everyone's wanting to achieve their, um, their re- receive their powers and unlock their powers that they have inherent within themselves. Because we all have magnificent power that we just cannot believe, Right. And there's only one way to do it, and it is to go into those little parts because in the trauma that is stored within the body, whether it's in the the energetic body or the physical body, right, it's like an egg, right, and on the outside exterior of the egg is that shit you don't want to look at,
0: right, mm-hmm. and it's
1: the shit you run from. And on the inside is your superpower, but the thing is it's it's set up that way so you can't actually receive your superpower Until you face yourself and go into the places you don't want to go into. And until you do that, no one's ascending anywhere. No one's going to any bloody ascension until they face themselves and they turn inward, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. On a a true level, you know, and really face the things that they really don't want to. And when you do that, it's the best thing you'll ever do because that's where the real superpowers are.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Well said. It's hidden in plain sight it is isn't it it is yeah. it's, uh, yeah. when, Barrett, when you were saying that one of my favorite movie series is the divergent series i don't know if you've ever watched those and the the second one where the the key is to unlock everything um she has to face herself and mm-hmm. you know like it just yeah you do yeah. You, you just you've got to look at all this stuff and be compassionate and kind to yourself because don't forget you're not the only one who has the shame the guilt the um who's done stuff that you know if you had had your time again you would do it differently all of us have had that Mm -hmm. unless like Mm -hmm. you said you've yeah you've for some reason you don't but but all of us
1: yeah you've got you you have to keep the compassion for yourself otherwise you beat yourself up and that like if you don't have compassion patience and care and love for yourself while you're going through that process Mm. then all you're going to do when you're cracking on these eggs right and trying to open them up is creating new ones yeah you know you're going to start turning your shame into hate Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know what I mean so you got to have you got to do it from a place of love because you deserve it
0: yeah yeah Yeah, totally and I think shame is such a heavy one it's a real heavy one and for, for a lot of us we might not we might not even fully understand our shame either Um, and it can be stuff that's passed down too can't it
1: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah shame is i reckon one of the biggest it's Mm -hmm. one of the most it's one of the most scary ones because like guilt is a little easier to see Mm
0: -hmm. you know
1: a a little easier to turn and, and and resentment a little easier to turn in and look on but shame Oh, that, that's a that's another kettle of fish, yeah. and that takes that takes a special amount of courage. And it's mm-hmm. a, there's a good one to get through, though. It's a good one to get through because once you get through shame, nothing's stopping you.
0: Nothing, no, nothing, no. Oh, talking to you and feeling your energy, Harley, is just one of co- like so courageous. And I mm-hmm. think people will f- feel that and embody that too. And when you do step into that, it's just that's where the magic happens, isn't it? It's the yeah. magic. You just go, yep, yeah, I'm I'm doing, I know where I'm going. I don't know what the path might look like. Yeah, I can plan a little bit here and there, but I'm just I'm following this, I'm doing this, and I'm letting go, but also like loving yourself in the times that you've you've gone through this shitty stuff and, and the compassion again that coming up and then trusting yourself as well. Trusting mm-hmm. yourself to make the right decisions from here, or the best decisions for yourself, for your highest good from here, and trusting mm-hmm. your intuition as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, trust yeah. is a big one.
0: It's huge, isn't it? It's huge. It's, it's yeah. such a. It's been mammoth yeah. for me too. It's just mm-hmm. I have a, a little rock here that says trust on it that a beautiful healer gave it to me like many years ago now, and mm-hmm. you, you know when you just you look at it and you sort of get it. As, you know, you keep doing your journey, like, mm-hmm. like I fully get that at a deeper level now. Like,
1: yeah, there's so always got, another layer. Yes. Always. Yeah.
0: always.
1: That's what's so exciting about it. Mm. You always have another layer to look at,
0: yeah. It, always the layers. Mm. They're just, I, I think that even, just in experience, like when you're chatting with people like this, like something else new drops in. If you want to read a book and you read it again, you've got fresh eyes and you're like, there's no way I would have taken that on that level Mm -hmm. last time, and then the Mm -hmm. stories, the Dreamtime stories and everything Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. It's just incredible, isn't it? So Mm -hmm. incredible. Amazing. amazing. I don't know how long we've been talking. It's just felt like five minutes, but who knows? Do you have anything else in your heart that you want to share, Harley?
1: I think that's pretty well good, you know. We're coming into the Christian revival movement.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, That one's picking up really a lot.
0: Yeah.
1: and there's a lot of inversion going on, mm. and anything like, just remember that anything that external is externalized when it comes to God, mm. you know, um, is not real. Mm. You know, it's all with it's all in Him. Yeah, it's all in. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Anything that asks you to worship them or puts mm. outsiders external. Yeah. Yeah.
1: exactly. And the reason why I brought that up was because at the moment we're just talking about being honest with yourself. Mm. And the church has a version of that, and it's called a confession box, right? Mm. And you're in a box confessing to someone else, you know. Mm. But what we're talking about is being in the box, in the heart, and and being honest with the self. It's the organic version. You know, Mm. that's the synthetic bullshit stuff that you don't want to be anywhere near, you know what I mean? Because it will just completely take you away from yourself. Yeah. So come
0: back to yourself, come back to your heart, come home. Yeah, Yeah. Mm.
1: the heart's the answer.
0: is the answer that
1: always will be
0: always will be yes I love that feels like the most perfect place to wrap this conversation up yeah Ali oh just so good to connect with you how can people reach you where can they find you most online Instagram yeah
1: Instagram I am nature man
0: yeah awesome that's the one That's the one. That's where we'll find you with all your wisdom, walking through nature, giving us all the wisdom that we need. Um, I just want to say thank you so, so much for being here today, Harley, sharing your wisdom, your heart, your truth, everything with myself and everyone watching. I'm sure you can agree he's a champion. Um, And, yeah, just thank you for being here.
1: Thank you so much for having me on. It's been magic it's been amazing yeah love your work
0: ah thanks mate has been magic hasn't it love it yeah (laughs)
1: awesome
0: thanks harley
1: thank you bye